Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is The View from the Gladys Street, a podcast by the fans for the fans, as we go on the terraces to discuss all the big talking points at Everton Football Club. It is The View from the Gladys Street. It is the Everton Fan Show. It is the Royal Blue Podcast. An impressive start to the season has now seemingly turned into an average one after Everton's 1-0 defeat to Leeds United. That's now four defeats in five games for the Blues and over the course of the last few weeks we have slipped from seventh to from first to th- seventh, shall I say. Hello everyone, I'm Ian Carroll and I'm your host for this week's show. Today we are going to discuss, debate and analyse Saturday's 1-0 defeat. With me to do so we have View from a Gladys Street regular Rob Astle Returning to the show after a brief absence. How are things, Rob? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. You? Yeah, not too bad. Obviously, Everton ruining our weekends as usual, <laughs> so it wasn't a, wasn't you know the best weekend, was it? But uh, obviously, we just plod along as usual. So, see what the next game brings. My second guest is making his view from a Gladys Street debut. He's come on the show to talk about the blues, but he's also come on the show to promote his up-and-coming album, which is set to be released this week. It is up-and-coming local music artist and top blue. It is Mason Owens. Hello, Mason. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, lads. Pleasure to be on. Thank you very much. How are things? All good? Yeah, chance, lads. Chance. Uh, you know, not talking about the footy life, but all over <laughs> life, lads. Looking good. Um, yeah, before we get down to the nitty-gritty of some Everton talk then, um, you know, on the on the show to, to tell us about uh, talk about Everton, but also tell us about what you've come, uh, got coming up. So just tell us uh, and the listeners out there just a bit about yourself and, and your music career so far. Yeah, so uh, as you know, my name's Mason Owens. I've been re- releasing music for about a, a year now, uh, and I've just released a music video for one of my tunes, Girl from Fazakli, uh, which is on YouTube and that on Instagram, Facebook, all the social medias. Uh, and that's part of an EP which I'm bringing out on the 4th of December as well called Off The Bass so it's got four tracks on there uh, this one that I've released the video for that's on there as well so that, that got out there a bit earlier uh, but yeah um, it's a bit different to my previous releases uh, that I brought out it's a bit more fast paced a bit more like distorted you know what I mean more like heavy, heavy, you know, heavy guitars and that um, so yeah it's a bit it's a bit more experimental it's a bit different but you know, I'm putting it out there. Hopefully, um, you know, a few of you will enjoy it. You know, but uh, just gonna wait and see till you know, see, see what it's out and then see what people think of it. So, you, for, for anyone who hasn't or doesn't doesn't know, you've never listened to your music. What what type of music is it that you uh, that you play? Well, to be honest, uh, most people don't know me for like all my tunes that do on my uh, social media, where I'm wearing like this dressing gown and I'm playing my guitar, <laughs> just the acoustic. And I'm just taking the piss really in a lot of my songs. Um, but uh, I've started doing a bit more, you know, serious music. Not not proper serious, like, but a bit more, you know, not comical. Uh, well, not as comical as uh, what I was doing on Instagram and that. So, um, yeah, I'd say, um, I don't know, like Scouse folk or something. I don't know how I would categorise myself. But yeah, is it like a specific, a bit different? specific genre? Is it then? So it's a bit like folky type thing? Because I have, I was, uh, well, I said to you before on, 
on YouTube, on the Google, sorry, and you like Mason Owens, and your first first one to come up there. Um, you've got your own YouTube channel, you've got your own Facebook page, and obviously you you're on Twitter as well. So um, you know, all your stuff is easily accessible, isn't it, for anyone who wants to uh, yeah, search yeah, it yeah. and find out. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. Like uh, you were saying then about like uh, categorizing yourself, like or, or what what genre I put myself into, but it's a bit like. I don't know, because this EP I'm bringing out is a bit heavier, it's a bit like like more rocky, you know what I mean? But it's a, it's, and it's, it's different to what I've... Uh, I brought up a song called Waiting For You on Spotify, and that's just me on the acoustic guitar, and it's, it's just dead, like a dead soft acoustic one. I'll show you a little bit, just I'll go to you. You don't know. And, and yeah. your, um, your record label as well. Yeah, what's your record label? Yeah, so uh, Nifty Records. Only a... Uh, a, a new label to be honest and um, there, there's a mate of mine that I've known for a while but um, uh, Kyle and he's uh, he's set it up and he's um, he, he's sort of like um, he is uh, you know nifty records basically but you know uh, he, he's been helping me out a lot um, I, I was the first person he signed to the label as well so it's a relatively new thing but um, he, he's been going good so far like after, you know if it wasn't for this obviously the coronavirus and all that I had a few gigs lined up uh, a few decent ones as well, you know, some good support slots. So, um, you know, it's 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 been going well with them so far, like. But, um, yeah, we'll just see, see what happens in it with the old Corona thing. Um, hopefully, you know, things are back to normal soon. But, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, we just before we we came on here properly, I was just speaking to Rob, and he was like, "Is that Mason Owens?" Because he says he actually follows you on Spotify. And Rob, you mentioned about the um, the the Englishman, the not yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's a great song, now. Yeah, that's my most, uh, most popular one, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> controversial one as well. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, I, it's I, controversial, yeah. Doc, Doc um, Road's a good tune as well. Are you open to tour next year? Yeah, I'm open to, like, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, that that, that mm. was... I mean, I haven't done it like my own headline show yet, you know what I mean? Like, mm. But obviously, I'm trying to get one of them shows in Liverpool, but... It'd be good to play out the city as well, you know what I mean, and just yeah. you know, explore the country and that, and just play different gaffs, you know that that that's what what doing music all about, really, you know what I mean. Yeah. If you if you're in my position, you want to be getting out there, you know, playing as many places as you can. But yeah, so hopefully, you know, no one really knows, you know, what's going on with the the all COVID thing. So just gotta just take take these days it comes, and hopefully, you know, just hope for the best. Yeah, and the YouTube channel, it's just Mason Owens YouTube, isn't it? That's that's yeah, yeah, to yeah. Say and your yeah, Facebook page as well, Mason Owens. Yeah, Mason Owens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think on on uh, Instagram as well, it's just Mason Owens Music, and same with Twitter as well. So if it's not my name, it's just Mason Owens with music on the end. Uh, but it should come up anyway if you type my name in. Hopefully. Sounds and just to the obviously just to, to confirm, you you said your album's coming out. This week is it the fourth? Fourth it is, yeah, yeah, fourth of uh, December. And you can get that Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, that's that a right? yeah Spotify, iTunes, um, whatever other apps I think. I think um, put them onto this this this, uh, this site on on the internet and it puts it puts them on all of them. So it should be on every streaming site. Well, not the, the main ones anyway. Sounds all right. Well, um. There's Mason Owens then, who's obviously now going to talk about the blues with me and Rob. Um, but if you fancy a little bit of scout folk, as uh, Mason has described it there, then get onto YouTube, Facebook, and his Twitter and Instagram and uh, have a look to see what he's got to offer. And um, yeah, looking forward to that coming out. So 
to be honest, Mason, now this is the painful part of the show. That's the easy bit. Okay. We've got to talk about Everton now. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, just before we get to the actual Leeds game, I'll start with you, Mason. And I always ask the, whoever's making the debut on the show just the thoughts on Everton's season as a whole and where their heads are when, when it comes to, to Everton and Angelotti. Just the overall grand scheme of things, obviously, you know, it's still early in the season, but we've had a, a number of ups and downs. But what are you thinking right now with the Blues? I mean, uh, I don't know. At the moment, at the moment, it just seems like typical Everton, doesn't it? You know, we we get like a bit, you know, a little good patch, and then then we just we just start losing like little stupid games. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just it's one of them. You know, I've had an army life, army life sport, and Everton. You get, you know. I mean, Rob. Um... Go with you then, coming off the back of a you know a, a hard fought victory over Fulham. Obviously, the second half wasn't great. Um, fancy nervous going into the Leeds game, um, and obviously it, it proved that way. So, were you were you nervous going into the Leeds game? You know, were you confident? As soon as the as soon as the, the news about the Luca Dean injury come out on, I think it was like the Wednesday or the Thursday. I was a lot more nervous because um, again, it's a it's a key player who's out, isn't it? Who, who helps make us tick, and it certainly showed on Saturday. Um, and then Coleman was obviously out, and I think that kind of like, I think that kind of, you know, uh, put a gun to Angelotti's back in terms of what formation he had to play personally. So it just made me a bit more nervous knowing that lineup wasn't going to be anywhere near full strength, um, and it probably did affect, you know, it probably affected a lot of fans really going into that. You know, like what we've been like without our key players this season, we've been dreadful, and and Saturday was probably, you know, no exception. Um, what were your thoughts then, Mason, when you when you saw the, the team selection from from Carlo? Because it was a bit of a yeah. Okay, it was a you know three five two or yeah, a five three two, but yeah. it was a it was a mishmash really of players and tactics. Didn't really seem to sit right, did it? Yeah, it, it, it was it was mad. Like I mean, obviously as you said, like two two of their main key players, Dina and um, and Coleman were out, and obviously it's it's. It, you know, it's a, it's a tough job for them three defenders as well. Like, I know, Mason Allgate was here uh, and he was captain, wasn't he? But then they had that other lad as well. Um, he was he was only uh, he was only young, and he um, what's his name? Yeah, Godfrey. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, then Godfrey. But I don't know. It was you know, like I, I I I think you know when when we um, I, I think like as we got in the game, I think we like the first ten minutes of us, yeah, like they're gonna do is yeah, and then it sort of went a bit more like. We had a few more chances than that as well. And it sort of just went like quite end to end, didn't it? Like we were both having goals at each other. So I thought um, I thought, you know, I, I just I thought maybe, you know, we could win it like but as a as a as a as an old lad, it was, it was we were we weren't our best, you know, obviously like we, we played a lot better. We didn't have the best squad, but I, I reckon we, we should have been doing better anyway. I mean, Rob, my main bone of contention um about the whole thing was you know, the, the wing-backs and not necessarily just starting with the wing-backs <laughs> tactics and formation, but it was who Carlo selected to play in those positions. You know, Davis on the right and Awobi on, on the left. Now, I know you've you've spoke about injuries, but, you know, we, we should still be winning that game, even without Dean. For me, anyway, even without a Dean yeah. and a, a Coleman in that side. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, you know, we, we should have enough in that team to, to be you know, promoted side without 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 any bother. But 
one thing I think people like are making this like conception that we were we were absolutely battered in that game, and I don't think that's quite the truth as well. I think you know we had two goals, we had the ball in it twice in the first half. Decore had a really good chance, and um, I think we had a, a good chance in the um, a couple of good chances in the second half as well. It wasn't like this battering that people are making out. Like it was, if if they go in, the game could could have quite easily been won. But I think the the strength and depth that we've got kind of for I personally think it forced Carlo Ancelotti's hand into making them decisions on 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 Saturday in, in terms of Tom Davis going right wing back. You know, he he said earlier in the week that John Joe Kenny wasn't wasn't fully fit. He said Niles and Kunku. And uh, to be fair, he is just a kid. You know, so maybe he hasn't got that much faith in him. But you are right. We should have beat them, but. It could have quite easily been a different story if them goals are allowed, you know, are allowed to stand and stuff. It was just a, a really, really odd game. I've still, I've struggled to get, I've struggled to get me around it to tell you the truth. The view from the Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The View from the Gladys Street podcast. And, you know, just staying on that, I'm with you, Rob, the, you know, the, the impact of the, the subs as well, there's there no impact whatsoever, really. Um, and then he proceeds to go and put Takore on the right right wing back. You know, for me, again, that's, you know, square pegs and round holes. It's 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 no clear plan. Is that is that fair to say, or am I being too harsh? I, in... Don't get me wrong, I know what you mean. The Corey going right wing back was was odd. Tom Davis starting there was odd, but at the same time, though, he sees these players insane and every week. Is, is he seen, has he not got the faith in some players to, to try and, you know, to, to make a system work? So we, it has got to be square pegs and round balls for the time being while certain players are out. Because, you know, let's be honest, if, that, if, if Seamus Coleman and Lucas Dean are fit, that team picks itself. The first eleven sound that's blown teams away early on this season, and it's when it. I just don't think the squad we've got is that good. So it is going to be square pegs and round balls. Mason said it before when he mentioned about Ancelotti. It, things aren't going to be perfect this season. Things need to be better next year when he's had a bit more time. Yeah, I mean Mason, we you know it's frustrating, isn't it? Because you know a win in that game against Leeds it would have put us. Um, Two points off first, and now yeah, all right, we're save it again, sorry. Would have been just two points off. Yeah, two points off, and now it's left us in seventh. And all right, it's it's not the worst in the world, but it's five points off first now, and you know everything's so tight that we do need to start picking up points if if we're going to have any chance of you know qualifying for the Champions League. Yeah, what do you think? Frustration. Well, yeah, I mean, it is because, you know, I know it was only, you know, it's only 1-0 and that, but you're thinking, like, Everton are, like, a, you know, we're supposed to be, like, a proper Premier League team, and then we're losing to teams who've, like, to, our last game against Leeds was in, like, they've been in the Prem since about, like, 2004 or something, you know what I mean? 
and we're getting like it wasn't I know, we like we didn't get a, 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 you know we didn't get proper slapped up but there were times when like they just looked a lot better than us and it was like come on you know what's 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 going on here I know even without the the, the you know what I mean the the two defenders like I think the, it's it's just frustrating you know and it, it's 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 I find it, I won't say annoying, like you know what I mean, but it's like, come on, you 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 should be doing better than this, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, well, one of one of the positives, let's take a positive from it. One of the standout performers, it was Alan. Really, I thought he had yeah. a, a really good game. You know, driving runs forward, and he was he was trying to make stuff happen. We're quite unlucky, really, in one or two of his um, you know box to box runs with carrying the ball. He managed to get a shot off. You know, obviously didn't happen, but. You know that is a positive, isn't it? Moving forward. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. See, it's sorry, Mason. It's, yeah, it's nice. Oh, to see, yeah, it's nice to see. It's nice to see Alan play like that, and I think that's the that's the play we signed from. You know, we wanted to sign from Napoli. Personally, I thought in some games he's looked a bit leggy, but on on Saturday he looked he looked a hell of a lot better. You know, so hopefully this. I think if Ansotti's going to stick with this system for the time being, then. Eventually, I think it probably will work. But if we keep chopping and changing things, where Alan doesn't have that advanced role, or you know where he's not allowed to go forward and stuff, then we're gonna keep on stuttering. But progress isn't linear. Progress is you know you're gonna have to take some steps back sometimes. We're, we're still a work in progress. Keep in mind this team has been it's a mishmash still of four managers worth of players, and keep Ancelotti in, in charge a long time you're going to start seeing the best of, even even more for the likes of Alan and you know dominating games and stuff like that there were some there were some positives I thought I, I don't think like I said I don't think we played as bad as people are making out we played on on um, on on Saturday I think a lot of it's down to squad depth and trust and faith in in, in the squad that he's inherited and part of it that, he, that he's inherited and um, Mason what about um we have touched upon it, but you know we were slightly unlucky. You know we had two goals disallowed from VAR. Um, apparently, you know it, it did look like they it was the right decision to, to disallow them. So uh-huh. it's like Rob said, it wasn't as if we weren't creating chances. You know, ball in the back of the net twice. We we did have a couple. So could you say we were just a little bit unlucky as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we did have like um, we did have a fair few goals. You know what I mean? Obviously, the two goals I reckon were like they were. Blinkly offside, I think. But even the um, when Rodriguez got the uh, got the goal, he, like even though it was offside, it was still sick to see him like how he took the ball down and that and got it in from that angle. You know what I mean? So again, I know it was an offside goal, but it's a positive, like just showing like what it was. You know, you know, show, it's, it's obviously you know you know how we you know James Rodriguez in it, but you know we see it again. It's just to see little bits like that. It's like that. That was you know it was shooting. You know. Um, but yeah, we, we we did have a fair few goals, and as you know, it wasn't it wasn't pathetic, you know what I mean. But it was just it was just unlucky as well, you know. But you know, we we still weren't playing hundred percent, obviously. But it there was a bit of a unlucky moments there as well. And uh, Rob, just to kind of move away from the game a little bit. I mean, it, this comment was made in the game, but it was it was probably the stuff that happened afterwards, really. But did you pick up on Carragher's comments on Richarlison during the match? He said something like, "I haven't seen a leg go down more in my life." Yeah, I mean, this is the lad who played with Luis Suarez for crying out loud. You know what I mean? And and I mean, it's all tongue and cheek, isn't it? At the end of the day, he's he's he said he said that for a for a reaction, hasn't he? You know, 
it's what they do, and he's yeah. and he and he's getting and he's getting you know hits on Twitter and things for it. So he said it. He's do you know what? He's probably half right. If truth be told, Richarlison does go down a lot easier. Um, I but, think. It, I mean, I, I do think he goes down, but he went down at a, at a at a moment where it was probably impossible not to go down because he went yeah. to run after the ball, didn't he? And the keeper got it. What's he gonna do? You know, kick the keeper and run into the keeper. It's probably a a nil time comment more than anything. Yeah, you know, and Harry Kane did something dead similar yesterday in the Spurs Chelsea game, and got up and played the ball. You know, wasn't injured at all, but rolled around for a little bit, got his decision, but he never complained of that. So it's it's whatever suits his agenda, isn't it? At the end of the day, and it it obviously he's got a bias towards towards Liverpool, but it's what what you it's what I expect from Sky commentators, if truth be told. And Richarlison responded on Twitter as well with a bit of a, you know, a, did you see that? A bit of a shush. Yeah. Shush on it with a tweet. Obviously frustrating for Richarlison because he's, he's getting typecast as a bit of a player that goes down. He, he does go down. We know that, but not, you know, not compared to certain other players in the, in the league. You know, you, you look at Salah, Mane, etc. You know, they, they do it just as bad. But Richarlison's just got to answer that now with goals next week, hasn't he? And can carry on and start scoring again instead of moaning about it on Twitter. Absolutely. And um, Mason, obviously, we've got Burnley on Saturday. It's the half 12 kickoff. I'm hopefully going to be enjoying a tier two pint with a bowl of chips. Um, can't yeah. wait for that. Um, so it's important now that we get all three points against Burnley, isn't it? Because, you know, the games after that, it's, it's Chelsea, Arsenal in the league anyway, and then I think yeah. Leicester as well. So three very tough games from Burnley where we, we need to pick three points up. Yeah, exactly. As I said, you know, after that, it's Chelsea and Arsenal and that, isn't it? So. If you're not getting, if you're not, you know, getting the three points against Burnley, then it's just not looking good, is you? Um, so yeah, you'd expect us to, uh, but you know, I, I, I never, I never bet on Everton because every time I do, like, they, you know, they, I've, I've been let down, you know, but it's one of them who's just got to learn from the previous game against Leeds and just, you know, just crack on and uh, they still be out as well, like, you know, so we're still gonna have to. Uh, play with you know a few adjustments, but just got to hope for the best, didn't it? Well, that's it. I mean, Rob, the you know Mason just mentioned there, you know that we're still going to have these same problems with injuries because Dean's still out, Coleman's probably still going to be out. So don't think he's coming back anytime soon. Um, so Burnley, then what? What would you do with the team? Would you would you keep it the same with the you know the wing backs, or would you? Because I know you've just dis- you've discussed or thought about a four three three. I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it's all about balance, isn't it? I think, I think if Seamus Coleman's fit, I'll probably go for three three, and I, and then I play Del Four and Cuckoo at, um, as the, as your as your fullbacks. But if they're not fit, if if Coleman's not fit, I'd maybe start Delph there and put a Wobi on the right, like because a be on the right against Fulham was. He was really, he was really, he was really, really good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and, and this is no detriment to to, to Burnley as well. But you kind of know the the football you're gonna get off them as well. You know, you're not gonna get the the type of play that Leeds are playing. You know, the fast paced, you know, passing around. It's gonna be a certain kind of certain kind of football. So it's gotta be. It's probably more of what we're gonna do at the other end of the pitch rather than at the back. That's the um. So if you can get that, get at them and get goals early on and kill the game off early, then you know it's it's sound. So. It, it, the system probably doesn't really matter for me. It's just more about the balance of the team. 
Can you see Yerry Mina coming back in a fit just for the physicality? Because we, like you said, we know what Burnley are going to do. It wouldn't surprise me if he went through if he went through at the back and took Godfrey out. To be honest with you, he's looking a bit lost at the moment, Godfrey. I think, isn't he? Well, I, I think I said to you, didn't I, on on Saturday? I felt I thought Holgate and Godfrey should have swapped round. Holgate was on the yeah. left hand side and Godfrey was on the right hand side. Godfrey's played left hand side, uh, not for Fulham, sorry, for, for for Norwich. That's that's he's a left handed centre half, and it just seems like he's just not found his right, you know, the right place for him yet. Um, but you know, it'll come with come with experience, you know, and 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 game time. But I can see him potentially do, like I said, I can potentially see him doing either system. It just depends on who's available. I think if Coleman's available, I think we'll go four three three. Okay, and Mason, you said you don't bet on Everton, but are you going to give us a prediction for Everton and Burnley then? What do you think will happen? 3-0, the Blues. 3-0, that's positive, that. That's way positive. positive, mate. I haven't done my research on this, so what was our, can you remember our last result against Burnley? I can't remember. It, it, was, it, was. it was the Boxing Day game, wasn't it? It was Ancelotti's first game. We beat them 1-0 at home. Oh, okay. But that was a good lesson, though, wasn't it? Yeah, good listen. And I think I think we got beat the the time before that. Yeah, so we're away. Yeah. Um, so what's your prediction then? So Mason's gone three 0 which you know, if it's three 0 then it's not like buzzing, obviously. But um what's yours, Rob? Um yeah, you know what, I'm gonna go two 0 Um I I I'm gonna see I'm going for a clean sheet. I'm going for our second clean sheet of the season. I'm going bold, big or go home. I mean I said we'd beat Leeds three one and I thought we'd at least concede, which we obviously did, but the goals just didn't come. So I'm just going to, I'll try and be positive. I'm, I'm going to go 2-1. I just don't think we're never not going to concede at the minute because we, we're just so open in defence and just look like an absolute mess. But I still feel like we've got more than enough quality in up front to at least score more than Burnley. So 2-1 I'm going for. This week, I think this weekend, no, this the, I think this is the first game this season where we're not playing a team, where we're playing a team who like, Again, it's no, it's not, it's not a slight against them in any shape or form because it works for some teams. But they don't really play attract what what you call attractive football, do you? It's the first time we come up against a team like this, so it'll be interesting to see how we do react to it. Yeah, we've had, we've had, we've had the games we played this far, so far this season have been really, really open. Um, and and this is the first time when I think you could probably say that it's 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 going to be a bit more of a tight affair. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how we react. Cool. So, Mason, you're going to get out for a pint to watch it, or are you just going to watch it in your house? Yeah, most likely, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, make the most of it, eh? Hopefully, lock us down again. Make the most of tier two. Pints and a bowl of chips. Yeah. Hopefully, and a blues win with three points. Yeah, I'll have a pint with every chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good, that, yeah. Um, all right, then. So, that's it for this week's show. Um, Remember to say for Mason Owens, top blue and musician who's been on the podcast today, his album is out later this week. Um, if you like it, obviously then go out and buy it or download it. Spotify, iTunes. Any final words, lads, before we, we finish off? Not for me. Yeah, come on the blues. <laughs> that's it right then. All right, that's your lot. I'm Ian Kroll and I've been your host. And thank you to my guests, Rob. Thanks for coming on. No worries, mate. Mason, thank you for coming on. Been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank no you. problem. All right, we'll be back next week with another episode of The View from the Gladys Streets podcast. You've been listening to The View from the Gladys Streets podcast from the Liverpool Echo.